I have played this. You have played this? I've been playing this for a very long time. Oh, fuck, Ryan. Never mind. <laughs> now we got to do something else. Cut all that. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> Welcome back to Recommendations Required, a podcast where two friends try to find their next obsession, and maybe so will you. I'm with uh, Glenn Brown, and I'm Ryan Mion. You have nothing to say in the intro. I feel, is that okay? Are we uh, okay with that? I mean, I used to. I think you, we used to. We used to do have the, a different intro, but <laughs> that was that's been the that's been the intro since we started. Rec, since oh, we switched over to Recommendations oh, Required. Okay, okay, that makes um, that makes sense. I mean, did you, do you want me to be more included in the intro? I'm fine with you just taking it. How about you try? Just like just try a whole I'm, intro. I'm gonna include. I'm gonna include all of this. Oh, all right. Okay. Play the music and back. Then, then we'll let the <laughs> listeners vote on who did the better yes. intro. Yes. <laughs> okay. Actually, let's do that. No. Oh yes. God. No. We're gonna do it. No. Now I'm on the spot. Yep. And then, see, mm-hmm. yours was clean without pressure, though. All right. Well, you know, sometimes pressure is <laughs> okay. the best seasoning. Okay. 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 I'm definitely gonna trip so over my So I'm words. gonna put a poll down below. Oh my God. On Spotify. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify, oh no. You can vote who did the better intro. Okay. I feel like you're gonna win just because. People are seeing the struggle. You're I'm the, the underdog. underdog. Yeah, I'm exactly. the underdog. <laughs> okay. All right. Roll okay. the music. Hello. Welcome to Recommendations Required. I'm Glenn Brown. I'm Ryan Mion. And uh, this is a podcast where two friends recommend things to each other, and uh, hopefully they like it. I Yeah. I think it was good. That was oh, solid. Okay, thanks. That was solid. <laughs> felt so unnatural that's solid for your first time no oh, thanks <laughs> start negging me <laughs> that was good for someone okay. who's never done that before yeah, thanks no no thanks. it was good. i i'll take any compliment <laughs> <laughs> i am hungry for your compliments um I need your approval i think we said we're on episode eight i think so um so glenn do you have any openers anything you want to talk about I know, I'm just really throwing <laughs> just this episode's called throwing glenn under the bus <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I didn't, I didn't have an opener in mind. Uh, I feel like what what did we do? We did drafts for the, the past we did two drafts, episodes. Yeah. I was trying to think of something else to mix it up, but, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we just, just jump into it. Just jump into it. I think I, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk oh about this gosh. episode. <laughs> so we're talking about a book called Anti-Time Management mm-hmm. by Richie, Ricky, Ricky Mort Norton. Ricky Norton? I think it's Richie, Richie Norton. Norton. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you want to tell them about what happened this weekend? Sure, sure. Okay. So Ryan suggested or recommended. I'm going to use this the the brand. lingo yep. of the brand. Um, you recommended this book to me. Um, two weeks ago. Yep. I mean, on our recording schedule, uh, almost two weeks ago. Um. I went for the audiobook version, um, the audiobook book version. version. Um, I didn't get like a physical copy. Um, and the audiobook said seven hours. Okay. So I was like, okay, I don't want to jump into this right away and then like kind of forget everything. Yeah. Like two weeks later, I kind of wanted it to be fresh. Um, and Ryan was over at my place uh, Saturday. on Saturday. This is Monday. So two days ago. And Ryan was like, oh, did you start the book yet? And I was like, no, I kind of want to like start it closer to the podcast so it's really fresh in my mind and you were like you realize we record monday right and i was like no we record the next monday Monday. like i have a week in like two days and you were like no you have two days we record in two (laughs) days and i was like 
I'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. You finished and I it. Did. You I said did. 20 minutes before you got here. I did finish it 20 minutes before so, I arrived. And I think it's great because it's fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, there's nothing weighing on this, but f- I want you to, if you don't like it, this will be the first thing that you don't like. And I have a feeling. It's it, n- is it? I, I mean, think yeah. you've enjoyed everything that I've recommended. I mean, as we've chatted, I'm this I'm is a, true. I love everything <laughs> yeah. kind of th- kind of guy. So uh, we'll see. I I have a hard I have a hard time hating on things. I'm optimistic and find okay. find the good parts of things. Um, I feel like you're expecting me to just really rip hate and rip this part yeah, book apart a little bit. So and here was my worry with it was I brought it up and I'm. I'm always hungry to try and do something different. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I do work? How do I work out? How do I eat? Like, I'm always looking for the new thing. Yeah. And I think to you, you're similar in that way. Except I think you're a little bit more... Um, pessimistic is not the right word. It's just... And not even realist. You're... Uh, I'm optimistically skeptical. Perfect. <laughs> yes. You're like, I, I hope that this thing is great. I hope it's great. But you're gonna have to, you you're not gonna win me over in one conversation. No, I can be I one. To, I have to be convinced in one conversation. Mm-hmm. So we start talking about it, and I could tell, I could see the walls start to come up. Yeah, last just episode. just real quick, uh, last episode. If you happen to have not uh, listened to it, or it's been a while, yep. um, you recommended this thing, and very quickly my mind went to TikTok life guru. Yeah things which have just been a huge thing lately it's just all these people telling you how you can live your life better and like the way they do it Mm -hmm. and own eight airbnbs and make billions (laughs) of dollars a year and it's really easy you can do it tomorrow you know that kind of thing so i was very skeptical because this sounds like that okay possibly a spoiler Mm -hmm. is it no okay it is not like that. Okay. That's that's really <laughs> all I care about. Okay. Was that okay. as I was explaining it and you yeah. brought up that piece, I'm like, I because I'm not on TikTok. I'm not on social media, period. Yeah. yeah. So like, but I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so when you brought that I mean, up, it's I was been like, around for a while. It's not yeah, a exactly. new thing. It's, it's just a, popularized by TikTok a lot more, I think. And so it's like when you brought that up, I'm like, oh man, maybe it maybe it is the, like I started questioning it Question myself. And I was like, give me in my head. So I'm I'm just excited and nervous to yeah, to see what you thought about it. Okay. You know, we can, I think we'll, let's dive into it. I know you took notes. Mm-hmm. I did um, take notes. That was the other thing that was really funny. I texted you either today or yesterday and was like, hey. This morning. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, like, how far did you finish it? And you're like, I'm om- like, I'm halfway through. Halfway through. Yeah. And I've been taking a lot of notes. Yeah. And I was like, that's either a really good sign. Because <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff to write down specifically around like, yeah exercises and things he gives mm-hmm. but i think without further ado okay so let's jump into it okay let's jump into it he pulls out his <laughs> Holy crap. oh my god i saw the notebook i thought that was the notes oh there's also notes in the notebook don't worry oh uh, my this is just this god. is just my my packet here for th- um so i'm gonna do a quick plug for a second <laughs> if you're not watching we have been filming our podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, this is episode eight. We start. We started recording them on episode four. There will be a YouTube link. You can watch the podcast if you want to watch it. Um, for those of you who are driving or don't want to watch it, um, Glenn threw down the thickest folder. Like, 
It's 56 pages. Don't 56? Worry. Did you print out the 90-day thing? I did. Oh, my gosh! I did. Um, yes, I did. He went all out! Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. And he so just need, threw it on the table. You threw that on the table like a, like a bounty hunter would throw someone's head, <laughs> severed head, onto the table. <laughs> You're like, I did it. Okay. It's colored, too. It, yes. Yes, it is. Um, okay. All right. Um... So I haven't done the 90-day the exercise. Okay. So I'm – you did the 90-day exercise in two days. In two days. <laughs> yes, okay. I did. Um, okay. I, I'm i really having trouble finding <laughs> where to start. Um, okay. So uh, I listened to the audiobook. Okay. Like I said, didn't buy a physical copy of the yep. book. Um, I did buy the audiobook for 20 bucks was a little steep what you would you get it on uh it was on apple books it, oh, it was just okay. easy I, I just bought it um i was running out of time <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh probably you could probably rent it from a library or something and like i did that. audible so audible like- there you go you got your monthly subscription that kind of thing um so um i want to start off with i do think i'm I'm going to start off negative and go positive. Sounds great. Okay. Um, so I do think that the book is very well written. Okay. Um, from what I was listening to. Um, I do think the book does have a lot of fluff. And it Which could, I, it yeah. could the, the seven-hour audio book could really be boiled down for like to two hours. Tops. I agree. I agree. I, th- yeah. I think it could, be, it could be cut down a lot. Um, but... I do think that the audio or the book or the audiobook, either mm-hmm. one, does provide a lot of context for the reasons yeah. he's talking about these things, which I think can be very helpful for people. Um, I tend to be a let's get to the point kind of person. Yep. So some of it wasn't for me, but I do appreciate the context it provided for what we're talking about. It almost stopped me from finishing it. Really, the first two, okay. and I and I brought this up I, like the I first think, two chapters. I was like, I think the preface in chapter one is a lot of this is what this book's about and how it's gonna be, yeah, it's and like, like come on, uh, I'm like, okay, I I I understand what this is. Let's get to it, you yeah. know. Um, but I kind of muscled through that and got to um the part of the book where it actually started talking about like <laughs> concrete yeah. action, right? Um, and I think that's where the book thrives. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say. That I pulled out this packet halfway through the book. I, okay. I had been reading okay. the book, and then like at the end of each chapter, chapter he mentions this like packet. You can go on his website mm-hmm. and download. Like he references it several yeah. times. I would highly recommend doing this packet while you're listening to the book. Okay. I think you get a lot more out of it if you follow along in the packet. Mm what he's saying in the book because or or get the physical copy of the book i think the audiobook uh the the problem with it i kind of the problem with it is it's a very like a lot of bullet list oh, diagram yeah, yep. you know like it's not visual in the sense that you need pictures to describe what's going on um but it's it's he's like it's like listening to someone read a list and you almost need to like visualize the yeah, list. Yeah. Like you need to see the list in front of you for it to make sense. And um, the, the packet on his website is essentially the book yeah. like 
in PDF form. Mm-hmm. And it's also free. Like you just go on there, yep. put in your name and your email, and you get emailed like the packet and a bunch of other info. Yeah. So like, honestly, if you like don't really want to spend the twenty bucks or whatever the physical book costs, I would definitely recommend just go online and get the packet. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. you like the there's text in the packet that that provides context for everything anyway. Yeah. You know. So that's assuming that you've already bought into his idea though. Yes. Yes. Like, like I said, if you, if you don't need that fluff or you don't want that fluff, just go for the packet. Mm -hmm. Um, If, if you want that context in his story and kind of like a deeper understanding of where he's coming from, then the book is useful. Okay. Um, I think he, he gives a lot of stories for like wh- how the activities have affected people's lives, yep. specific people that he has like helped or consulted for worked or, with yeah. or consulted with. Um, and I think a lot of the stories are very helpful for context. Some of them border on like selling it or like, like, yeah, like, like it feels a little bit like he's purposely trying to tug on your heartstrings to get you to buy into yeah, this when yeah. I, I'm, I'm very resistant to that kind of thing yeah. where I'm like, I don't want to you buy just, into this because you're pulling my emotions. I want to buy into it because I buy into it. Yeah. You know, was there a story for you that like you, you felt like your wall, your defenses went up um, like one that you remember specifically? I mean, he, he starts off with his own story, which is pretty rough um, yeah. and is, is a lot to dump on a person in the preface of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I don't think that necessarily like put up my walls, but I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like that he started with that. It was just like a lot to take in when I'm that this, it, it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. kind of a lot to drop on a person. Yeah. Um, but once again, it provides a lot of context. Mm-hmm. So I understand the reason for doing that. Um, I do, I do feel like a lot of the stories he told, um are really hard for a normal person to relate to if that makes sense i feel like he's trying to get normal people to relate to these things but Mm. i feel like a majority of the stories are like um this finance guy yeah is making he has like a million dollar salary a year but he works 90 hours of work um a week and he doesn't have time to spend with his family. So we like really managed his time and like worked around these things so yeah. that he could spend more time with his family and like go into a different business and stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's all really easy when you make a million dollars a year. Like yeah. that, that dude has to have so much money to save up, saved up that like, I don't know, I, dropping your career and going into something else isn't like too wild. Yeah, I guess the where I go with that though is that is the goal that people are aiming to do is mm-hmm. I want to make a million dollars and this is the way I see it mm-hmm. and they go, hey, he got there and, and it didn't still, matter and it didn't matter. It still I, I agree. I agree. I I loved I loved that aspect. Um, I just I almost. I almost wish there was a story of a more normal person. Yeah, yeah. Like I, th- there might have been one or two in there, but I like remember the mom, the full like the stay-at-home mom who wanted to start a counseling practice. Yes, I do remember or that. Or the dad who had his kids who and he ran a gym. Yeah. So I, yeah, there there was there was a couple thrown in there. Um, 
I, just, I do remember it's, reading it's, that story though and going like, "Oh, woe is me! I made yeah, a million it's a just, year." It's just inherent. It, it's also inherent to these are the people that are he's meeting because yeah. they are hiring him. Like they have the money to hire him That's to true. consult. Yeah. You know, like a normal person who's making minimum wage doesn't have the money to hire this guy to consult this for him. True. So like he's not interacting with that kind of person. Yeah. Um, Which I'd also say that if someone is content with working minimum wage a minimum wage job consistently and they're like this is just what i'm doing yeah the book might not be sure for that person sure. yeah i i think this book is definitely not for everyone um 100%. i i would really love to dive into the packet and like the application Please. of the things he's this doing is, i okay. am <laughs> i am over the moon that you printed this okay and work through it so the like i said the packet has a lot of the context in the book with it but is it's almost a packet of worksheets and in the book he's talking about okay i want you to sit down and ask yourself these five questions write down Mm -hmm. the answers blah 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 and all that is provided for space in the packet so it like really walks you through everything which i think is extremely useful um the first concrete activity in this book is um the quadrants the four p's yep um so i printed that out and me and holly sat down and did that together last night um yeah and already revolutionary (laughs) yes 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 um like i said like like i i think the book had a lot of fluff but like the content the kind oh i'm chill literally the 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 things he's trying to do i think are very good yeah I want to start off with the first major thing that's bought me in mm-hmm. to this whole thing is a lot of the like the like I said the TikTok gurus I'm yep. gonna call them that but they're on every platform blah 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 is all of them are like you can quit your job today and start an Amazon <laughs> drop shipping business <laughs> yeah. and it'll run perfectly passive and you don't have to do anything so about it like, it's yeah. all that stuff yeah and he is very adamant right off the bat that you do not need to quit your job. You don't have to quit your job mm-hmm. if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. In many cases, you should not quit your job. Yeah. Like, that is not what he's asking you to do, um, which I appreciated right off the bat. Yeah. Um, he's so, not saying, like, your dreams are one decision away. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, he he's his big saying is, it, I mean, it's the title of the book, Anti-Time Management. He's mm-hmm. not about time management. That works against you. He's about yep. time tipping is what mm-hmm. he's calling and it. project stacking. And project stacking. So it, it's all about being more efficient yep. rather than like trying to reorganize over and over again yep. and not working. So I'd really love to talk about the four Ps. Please. Because I think this is brilliant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you I were so, so worried. I, yeah, I was just so ready. And I... I'm like noticing about this and I, and I need to apologize for ripping into vision so much because I'm, <laughs> I'm experiencing okay. the fear and anxiety yeah. of suggesting something that I'm like, that's how I this felt. Is, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> if you zoom into Clem's face, there's single tear going down his face as I tear apart vision. <laughs> this is so, okay. Cause okay. I've read it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Did you do the activities? I didn't do any of the activities. I highly recommend you do and the I, activities. And I'm like, ASAP. Tip, typical ADHD. Mm-hmm. Signed up for the thing. Yep. Have not printed anything. Print the packet. Do the activities. Okay. I think it's extremely helpful. Okay. Um. So I I really think I I have not done the whole packet. I'll say that. Okay. Um. 
I you are supposed to do it in ninety days. It is supposed to be a ninety day. And you did packet. this in two. <laughs> I I did I I think I did maybe like a third of the packet. Um but like I said, a lot of the packet is just the book typed out. You know, okay. that kind yeah. of thing. So like really only like every ten pages is like an actual activity. You're supposed to write things mm. down. Okay. Um so the the four Ps. So the first activity in this book is called the four Ps and the quadrants. Um and the idea is that a lot of people are just going through the motions in life without really thinking about what their goal is in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think specifically our parents' generation and maybe even the generation before them as well has fallen very much into this trap of I'm going to walk through the motions for 50 years until I can retire and do what I want. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they retire and they don't know what to do mm-hmm. because they haven't like developed new skills or learned a hobby. They just did work their entire life. And I'm not calling out anyone in particular, yeah. but I feel like it is then a common I think, thing. Yeah, I've seen. And you, you put your work in and then you get to like to quote unquote paradise. You get to yes. cross over yes. to do what you want. But then like, but then like they don't know what to do with themselves they're too old their kids are off doing other things and living their lives and like they end up not knowing what to do with themselves so like his big question is like well how do you make that happen now how do you bring the future to now yeah um which i think when i pitched it or when i recommended it that sounds really gimmicky it does how do you live the future now yeah but then when you go through and listen out you're like Oh, that that is okay. the difference of this book is he is not he is not just he I mean he repeats a lot of slogans and yeah, jargon yeah. a lot but he is giving you concrete actions to take yep. to make those things happen he's not just saying yeah. a bunch of slogans quit quit your job and follow your dreams yes yeah. he's he's telling you how to get there which I very much appreciate um so the four piece um i keep getting (laughs) sidetracked this might be a long episode a little bit um so the four p's is basically a way for you to reorientate yourself Mm -hmm. and focus on the things that actually matter basically your i mean your your life is a muddy bucket let's filter the water and Mm -hmm. make it clear again let's let's give you a clear vision forward so the four p's are personal professional people and play yeah so he asks you to write down your i he used uh priorities i kind of i don't know why i picked up on this term but i kind of liked calling them primary objectives okay like almost like you're a Sky. robot like these are your primary oh, I was objectives like, an RPG, like skyrim this is oh, your, this is the main, your main quest, quest. <laughs> sure sure that's a good way to think about it like like these these are your your primary core things that you want to do yep um that are important to you so personal um is anything that involves your personal growth like mm-hmm. as as a human being not necessarily professional that's a yep. different thing so anything like new skills you want to learn yeah. or like who you want to evolve as a person who you want to be um, who you want to be um and i i really like that it's it's He's he's not telling you very specifically how you should live your life. He's mm-hmm. telling you you need to figure out how to live your life. Yeah. Yeah. Which is very crucial. I think this whole book centers around self-reflection. 
rather than selling you a life you could have yeah you know or even like self-help like yes. do these things and then you will blank. yeah it's it's not like i don't like work out once a day and you'll like change your entire way of life they're and more stuff like tools that. or like yeah, focus, focus it, points it's more tools to like um to encourage your own self-reflection yeah which i think is very important and people don't do enough um, so th- there's personal, there's professional. So what, you, I mean, that's pretty mm, straightforward. Work, what are your professional yeah. goals through work or like, uh, like even outside like of work, but related side. to your yeah. profession, stuff like that. Um, then you have people. So like, uh, basically your relationships, how do you want to like handle those things? What are, who, who are priorities to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the fourth one is play. So like, that's anything that's like, that kind of crosses with, personal but it's it's more focused on like de-stressing not personal growth like what do you use to relax or do in your free time when you're trying to unwind Mm -hmm. this might be me jumping the gun a little bit sure i honestly feel like this podcast is the perfect project stacking like the perfect thing you're you're jumping way ahead here all right we're pulling back back. (laughs) hold on um all right we're only on page one we got 60 to go no (laughs) i i i really don't want to like drag it out too long because i really want it this this is almost a very personal thing yeah. as well because yeah. this is all about your self-reflection. So, like, if you're listening to this and you're curious, I would really recommend just doing it yourself yep. or doing what I'm about to describe yourself. Yep. So you have those four quadrants, right? Um, you're then supposed to write down a, whatever you want in those four quadrants, yep. like as many things as you can think of. Um, so I'll, I'll use mine as examples. So for... Um, people, right. I wrote down, um, maintaining a strong connection to my wife, Holly. Mm -hmm. Um, I wrote down providing, um, support and growth for my daughter, Nora. Mm -hmm. Um, I also wrote down, um, providing support and receiving support from friends, like Mm. building each other up. Yeah. Um, once, once you kind of fill out everything you think in a category, you might have two things. You might have 10 things, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You are then supposed to select one thing from each category that is what I'm going to call your primary objective. So if this is the only thing you can do, yep. what is it going to be? Which is very tough. Yeah. It's very tough. This is opening a can of worms of a previous conversation a, a we've bit, had, which we bit, don't need to go bit. into. But. So... Um, I'll use I'll use a different category just to keep going through them. Um, uh, also, because the people one is highly debated, um, but <laughs> I'll use um, I'll I'll use the the play one for yeah. Okay. okay. So for play, I wrote down. Um, this might sound very broad, but I can explain. I wrote down playing with friends and family. Yeah. So I very much enjoy activities, mm-hmm. games, stuff like that with friends and family to unwind. That can be uh, RPGs like D and D. That can be video games. That can be board games. That can be I don't know, like skydiving, like literally yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Any sort of fun activity. Uh, I then wrote down travel with family and friends. Um, I wrote down something else, but I can't remember. Um, but I chose as my primary directive to play with family and friends. Yeah. Um, and essentially that, that just means that I'm, I'm going to focus on one thing from each category being Mm -hmm. my main thing. Yep. And I, anything like anytime you come into a decision in your life or any, every day you wake up, whenever you're trying to make a decision, 
you simply have to ask yourself, does that move towards one of my primary directives yeah. or your primary objectives? Mm -hmm. If it does not, don't do it. Yeah. It's really that simple. Yeah. And it really, I think it really provides a lot of clarity when you feel like you're supposed to be doing all of these things in mm -hmm. life, you know, or whatever it is. But if it's not bringing you towards your primary objective, then don't do it. Yeah. There's, there's no point to it. Yeah. You know, like, um, um, so my primary objectives for each category, mm -hmm. um, personal is fostering learning and creativity in all the things I do. Love it. So that, I mean, regardless of what I'm doing, I want to be a person who's actively learning new mm. things mm -hmm. and fostering my creativity because that's a huge mm -hmm. part of who I am. Um, professional, I said, uh, have the freedom to pursue or pursue exist, uh, exciting new projects. Okay. So I want to have the freedom to, whether it's like a business project mm -hmm. or an, anything like that, um, engineering related, work related, whatever, woodworking. I want to have the freedom to be, to say to myself, let's do it with no hesitation. Yeah. That is my goal. Um, which can, can be tough financially, you know, Absolutely. like not every, yeah. not, not every idea is financially profitable. Not every idea is mm -hmm. going to like be affordable, stuff yep. like that. Yep. that. That can be tough. Um, like I said, um, my my primary directive on people is maintaining a connection with my wife Holly, mm -hmm. and then my primary directive on play was playing with friends and family. Yep. So, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. um, since we have started recording this podcast, yeah. it has become a very important part of my life. Yeah. And same. I did not realize it until I wrote this list. Yep. I wrote this list and as I finished it and wrote my primary objectives, I realized that this podcast hits three of my four primary yeah. objectives. Yeah. Which and is I would why even make it's an, so crucial to I would me. also interesting because I think the one thing it doesn't hit is you and Holly. Sure. Right? Yep. But you did fill this out with Holly. I did fill this out with Holly. So, okay. It hits so all four. It hits it's all, all four. It, so it honestly, this this whole podcast is about learning and experiencing new things and yep. being creative, mm -hmm. right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it is an exciting new project yeah. inherently yep. that we're exploring together. Yep. Um, it does bring up like really fun topics that mm -hmm. I can share with my wife and um, yeah. do this together. Um, and it is inherently us doing fun activities together. Yep. It yep. literally hits and all, as a professional thing, things. it could lead to income. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Episode eight. Trust me guys, we're not <laughs> we're not making anything. <laughs> we're not but, making money. But we're but we're like, not doing it for the money, but it can lead but to it that. could lead to that. And the the thing he's the thing you're talking about, and I don't know you'll pro it's project stacking. It's called project stacking. Yes. And just so like to explain that a little bit, the idea is one of the core ideas and basically the the, the main piece of anti time management is that you're not you're not going and setting out and doing separate activities in order to reach all of those goals. Mm -hmm. You're combining your goals into single activities. Mm -hmm. So rather than having to manage, I'll put 30 minutes, I'll put six hours into this. I'll that's put, time management. That's time management. Yeah. Instead, you're saying, I'm going to do this thing that achieves all of that. Yeah. And to start thinking about that in that level. I think one of the things he brought up, which was really interesting to me, was like, he wanted to go travel with his family. Mm -hmm. He needed to work. Mm -hmm. And then he also wanted to serve with this uh, company. Yep. The organization, nonprofit. I don't know, yeah. exactly know what it was. And he was like, okay, cool. 
I will find a way to work with that company, mm-hmm. do something for them, travel overseas to work with them, yeah, and then bring my family, yeah. And I was just like, that's brilliant because yeah. that's just like that's how you can think about it. And I yeah. think it was the like the algebra analogy he brought up, where it was just like almost even setting really aggressive timelines for things. Yes. So that's so where what, my head went. What like, he said, yep, this is what clicked with me, is what he said is there is no one more productive than a procrastinator who's up on the deadline. Yeah. So yeah. which is so me. I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, same same. So like you're never you're never more productive when it than when it's due tomorrow. Yeah. And you need to do it. Yeah. And inherently with people and their dreams and the goals they have they usually don't have a timeline Mm -hmm. they don't have a due date because it's an aspiration it's a thing you want to do but like you'll get to it kind of inherently um and therefore you will never do it because there is no there is no goal date there's no due date on it so he the next steps i I don't want to like go through the whole book i'd encourage people (laughs) to download the pack go through the book yourself if you want all of that information but like the next steps moving forward are, okay, how do I make those things happen? How mm-hmm. do I project stack? Um, it, he encourages you to come up with like a project for each category. Like what is one thing you're going to start doing to encourage moving towards that goal? Yep. Um, and then he says to put due dates on it. Put, mm-hmm. put I'm going to do this project by this date and then you will well, do it's it. Not, it's the other way around. It's not I'm going to do this project by this date. It's I'm going to achieve this by this time what kind of project do I need to do? Yes. And, and that's where I was like, oh and, my God. and he's like, and your, your biggest thing is like your fears, right? Of yeah. like, well, that's not going to work and that's not going to work. And he's like, okay, list all those down and figure out how to beat them. Yeah. Like that. It, it's really that simple. List down your fears and figure out how to tackle them. And you're good. You're yeah. golden. Yeah. Like I know I, even me saying that sounds it like sound- so, it sounds so like, okay, yeah, sure. It's that easy. But like, it it we're we're not talking about like oh I want to make two billion dollars tomorrow, mm-hmm. like that's my goal and I'm gonna do yeah, it this I way think, and like here's all my fears I'm gonna throw them out the window like you can start small yeah. and work your way up. Well, and the other thing with like the TikTok guru stuff is so much that's like let me show you how to make a hundred thousand a month doing nothing mm-hmm. through passive income and he's not saying that that's, he's like you if you want to get to these things yes. you have to do the work yes but like how can we do that smarter he is not offering More you smart. an easy route Correct. he is yeah. offering you a way to figure out the route yep it will be a hard route but he's offering a map yep is essentially what he's doing yeah yeah so i in you, the end, I, I very I, much enjoyed this okay. in, this book and the exercise in it. I wow. highly recommend people, it, even if you don't want to do the whole book, I would I would literally, uh, um, I mean, you could do this just based off what I've already said. Yeah. Um, but if you want it, it's like page 17 of the PDF. Like just that one page is what we just talked about, mm-hmm. the four Ps. And I highly recommend doing it because, I, like I said, I did it with Holly last night. I did it and she did it. What did she think of it? Um, she loved it. Like wow. we, uh, our charts are hanging up on our bedroom. Wall. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> um, and we, we, we also want to like continue to review those charts and update them as we go. Cause like your goals are going to change. Obviously it's like an actual helpful dream board. Yes. Instead of just yeah. having a picture of the car you want. It's but we, we <laughs> both, goals. we both did this exercise in, I don't know, like 15 minutes. It didn't even take that long. And we both had like 
realizations yeah. of yeah. like significant realizations of mm. what we're doing with our lives right yeah. now. Like Holly, uh, I, I hope she's okay with me using this, but uh, we can cut it out if I'll ask her. But she she had in her um, in her professional right. She had um, she wants to foster like a healthy, active learning environment for children. Mm-hmm. She she wants she wants to she's see. She's a teacher. She's a teacher. Sorry, she's she's a teacher. She teaches second grade. Um, she loves creating a safe space for learning and being an active part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, in our country, teachers are not paid very well. So she has also thought a lot about like, I don't know, what if I like go into like curriculum mapping or something, Mm -hmm. something more lucrative that is also in her field. And she filled this out and realized her primary objective is creating a safe, happy learning environment. And doing that thing for more money would go directly against Against. her primary objective. So she's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Why would I ever think so about when doing I asked, that? Cause I, and that was so funny that you bring that up because yeah. I asked you, and I don't know what made me think of the asking. I was like, oh, is Holly, cause, oh, because we were talking about daycare and, yeah, yeah. and everything. I was like, is Holly going to stay a teacher? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, she's like really passionate about it. Yeah. And the, yeah. This, this is a direct yeah. like realization of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it really like recenters your mind and just gets you to think actively unlock mm. the part of your brain that is reflecting on the things you are doing. So good. Because we, yeah. we just become these robots moving through day to day. Which makes sense. It, you ha- yes. you can't yeah. always be thinking yes. unless you spend that intentional time to go, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I two, I have two, two questions. Please. To, to kind of wrap this up, unless you have final things to say about it. Um, one, who's going to benefit from this book? They're listening to this podcast right now. They're kind of getting sure. interested. Who, who are you like, they're going to read this and that's going to dra- dr- dramatically shift what they're doing. Sure. Like, is there anyone who he um, I'm I'm going to I'm going to pull up his questions right now. He 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 does questions. And if you answer yes to any of these questions, this book is for you. He does this directly. This so I'm, I'm just going to pull them up. Yeah, uh, we should have really called him to see if he wanted to sponsor this. Episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Um, OK, so he's he, here's six questions. If you answer yes to any of them, this book's for you. Like it, okay. it gets you, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say this book is going to revolutionize your life and change the meaning of your life or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like, um, this book got me to realize that I was already on this journey, Yeah, you know, yeah. like I, I had already started doing the things he's talking about. I just didn't really like, it's almost like you can put more gas onto it now. Yes. Yeah. I, I understand what I was doing now. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't, I was just blindly kind of doing those things so uh have you ever decided to manage or balance your time better but it didn't last so you're doing time management and it didn't hang in there um do you ever envy people who can spend their time more freely than you of course yeah Um, oh cool so everyone will benefit (laughs) yeah i mean yeah yeah um have your time management abilities or lack thereof caused troubles at home? Like, mm-hmm. I think that's more orientated towards people who like Bring feel like, yes, they feel like they need to be at work all the time to yeah. like really strive for that promotion, blah, blah, blah. And it causes a problem at home. Um, do you tell yourself you can stop working at any time, even though you keep uh, working even against your own expectations? So mm-hmm. you find yourself overworking yourself. Um, have you ever switched from one habit or program to another, hoping that this would make you more efficient, effective, or successful? Welcome to recommendations. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I mean, I think this is true for like, I always try like, 
I don't. We talked about an, uh, a computer like time management thing called ClickUp. ClickUp. Um, I feel like I've bounced from like thing to thing to thing like yeah. that, and like there. I mean, it's just it's all the same. Yeah, like, it's not yeah, going to change your life to like be filling out. It's just whatever you're going to stick with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I not to, not to say that that's not a helpful tool, but like, yeah, it's not like a new version of that thing is going to change your life. Like, yep, it's it's a list of tasks. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is: Have you ever felt like you worked all day and got nothing done? <sighs> Which is a good one. So yeah, I think I think it's it's just anyone who feels like they could be a little more self reflective. I I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't actually said the website yet. Um, I think it's Richie Norton um, dot com slash time. It's where you. I think what I'm going to do actually is I'm going to include the link to his website as well as the 90 day sign up thing. So I'll put okay. that in the show notes below. Okay. So if you guys want to check that out. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And I think honestly, just even if you just did the one exercise of the four P's, I think mm-hmm. it kickstarts a lot of thought. You okay. had a second question. My yes. second and last question. After reading this, mm-hmm. after or listening to it and starting this workbook, mm-hmm. like what is the number one thing right now in front of you that you're excited to start pushing forward? Or what project is on your plate right now that you're the most excited to put that extra energy into? Or like a takeaway, you know, like mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. um, It's it's tough because there's a lot. Yeah, there's. I mean, like, like I said, I finished this. We'll say like what's like at the top of your head ago. right now. Um, the the top of my head, the the biggest project stacking kind of project that I've thought about a lot is something I've actually already been doing. Is I love creating things, mm-hmm. uh, whether that's wood. I do a lot of three D printing. What whatever the yeah. medium is, I do a lot of that kind of stuff. I also tend to do it. Um, involving the games or activities that I'm doing with my friends. Yeah. Um. So I mean, right now I run a 3D printing Etsy shop, where Which I will also if you're okay. interested in doing that. <laughs> I didn't mean to plug myself. No, you should though. That's that's like that project really clicked in my mind of like okay, that is I'm testing the products when yep. I'm playing activities with my friends in my play category. Yeah. Um, it's mm. fostering learning and creativity in my personal category. Yeah. And it's a new project that I'm venturing into in my mm-hmm. professional category that has potential of making me money, which yeah. is, I think that's kind of what the metric I'm using for professional category is something that'll make you money. Yeah. Um, that you also, so yeah, I, that, that was like the first thing that kind of popped to my mind that yeah. like, once again, it's something I was already doing, but I'm realizing why I'm liking it. Yeah. Um, I think, and then you bring up something interesting where I think when we, so you, you know that I jump from thing to thing yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's just, yeah, yeah. it's the reason we have this podcast. That's the reason it's functioning. But yep. there are things that I've really latched onto and don't stop. And I think those are things when they're activating multiple quadrants of my life. Yeah. When one thing is, ju- when it's just play with no community, mm-hmm. that thing's not going to last. Yeah. If it's just community, but not maybe building a project or doing something playful or engaging in my family, like these single act, these single quote unquote projects, yeah, they they, they I just can't maintain them. They they burn out a little bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that's probably in the top thing on my mind. Wow. Um, 
but yeah, I I'm mostly positive. Like like I yeah, said, absolutely. I, there's few few things in the book that, like I said, are are a little fluffy and repetitive a little bit, but overall, yep, I think this was good. I liked it. Wow. Yeah. I I was so I was so ready for you to tear this apart. <laughs> no, um, I think I think it was very good. Cool. I think I think the message that Richie Norton puts out and the activities he's suggesting and his model for self-reflection are all very healthy things to do. Cool. So yeah, we'll put the show notes and we'll put the links to all that in the show notes. Yeah. And um, now Glenn is going to recommend me something. Yeah. And this was our first book, which honestly out of books to recommend, I did not think this would be the first one, but after finishing it, I was like, yeah, I, I do it. have a book on my list. I didn't think you'd beat me to a book, but <clears throat> I'm, I'm currently working on finishing the book, so I don't want to recommend it to you That's until fair. I finish it. Okay. Um, for all i know the ending's horrible yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the end, you're so, like yeah. all right well i guess i don't have a book to recommend so we're gonna go to our little break yeah um and we'll see you on the other side sounds good and we're back we're back so you have an issue glenn hello ryan yes um hopefully that didn't seem that long <laughs> i hope we didn't rattle on too long but um yeah no, it's our podcast we can talk about we can do what we, want. we can just end it right here we should. We're not going we should, to. We're not going, we're not going to. to. Don't worry. Um, I don't know what to recommend you. Rec- <laughs> recommend to you. Well, um, not because I don't. I can't think of anything. I have too many things. Okay. Um, and I can't decide what to do. Um, I also just once. I think I said this last week, but I feel like Dominic just knocked it out of part. Knocked it out of the park with such a, like out there suggestion. Yep. And then you came in here with a very out there suggestion. Everything on my list is very typical us stuff. But um, it has been two episodes, though, back to back. That's true. Maybe we need to return to form. Um, so I think I'm going to ask you oh, man. what you want recommended to you. So okay. I have... I don't want to do the book yet. I have Good. <laughs> a short video game. Okay. A long video game. Okay. And a TV show. How much time do you have in the near future? <laughs> None. <laughs> None. I mean, are you are you are you on a tight schedule? Uh, next week's pretty shot. I have Doug's wedding. Okay. And then uh, the week after that is pretty open, but also we'll have a lot of editing to do. Okay. So maybe the short video game. Let's do the short video game then. I and I don't think best. we've done a video game yet. Have we not? I think this is our first video game. Oh, maybe we're not returning to form then. Yeah, exactly. Okay, first video game. If you did a board game, that would be returning to form. Yes. Also, it would be insane if you did three board games and yeah, I haven't done. Yeah, <laughs> just like, <laughs> have you tried chess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna do the video game. First um, video game. First video game. So, um, interestingly enough, uh, we have talked about this video game already. We have not. We have. Okay. Um, you actually brought this video game to me, but did not try it. And I tried it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Fell in love, and now I am bringing it back to you. Is it the train game? The train There's some train game. game. Ticket, Not Ticket to Ride, but there's something It's else. a board game. I know that's a board game. I said it's not <laughs> Ticket to Ride, Glenn. You're in the wrong category completely. Okay, wait. I feel like I can guess. I feel like can we could. play this game for a second? Sure, let's okay. play this game. Okay, what kind of game is it? Give me like a give me like one multiplayer co-op. Oh man, 
And I suggested this to you, and I haven't you, played it. Correct. I believe you just like saw it, and you were like, oh, this, this would be cool. We should play it. Okay, I have no idea. And I put it on my Steam wish list and then bought it eventually, and here we are. I know. I okay. Um, so this game has actually been around for quite a while, um, but I feel like people are just catching on to it. I think mm-hmm. it's gaining in popularity right now. Okay. Um, this is a online multiplayer co-op game. I believe uh, it's definitely on Steam. Um, I believe it's only PC. Okay. Um, doing some creaking over yep, there. Yep, there we go. All right. Um, and this game is called Deep Rock Galactic. I have played this. You have played this? I've been playing this for a very long time. Oh, fuck, Ryan. Never <laughs> mind. Now we got to do something else. Cut all that. <laughs> Damn it, Ryan. <laughs> you didn't tell me you actually started playing I've it. I've been playing it for a very long time. Oh I've, no, I, that's why I recommended it to you. I thought you hadn't played it. I've been playing it for years. Uh, well, why haven't we played together then? I don't know. What are you doing? You never told me you had it. I haven't. I've been playing it for... A long time. It's now. so fun. It's great. It's a great game. Who do you play? Who's your Rock guy? Rock and Stone. Rock and Stone. <laughs> uh, I'm a scout. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a heavy gutter. As uh, of course. Of course. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> first video game and uh, first suggestion of something we already did. Okay. Pause the podcast. <laughs> I'm look at my list. Damn. I'm leaving this I, all in. I really. I'm leaving. No, yes. I'm leaving no. this all in. I really I'm not cutting you hadn't any of this. Played it. Okay, hold on. You're like on. deep rock, and I was like, I, dude, I've played okay, well, hours of that game. That game's great. I would play with Justin, Doug, and Mitch. You didn't invite me. To play Full quad. Well, you go to bed at six thirty p.m. Okay. Well, do you want to play Apex tonight? Yeah. Low key. <laughs> yeah, I do. All right, nine thirty. I'll see you online. Okay. Uh, I've been really wanting to play Apex. Lately. I'm keeping this all. This is all. No, this, this can't is, all be in there. I'm, I'm keeping this all in the podcast. You want to know why? Because Carter doesn't edit this. I do now. So <laughs> I get all. The I power. have all the power. Um. While he's looking that up, sorry, how do you guys think the podcast is going so far? So far, we have a a recommendation that's already been done. Glenn is spending okay. hours on his phone trying to come up with something. What about the long game? Long I, game. I mean, I guess we go with the long game. You don't want to do it, though. What do you want to... Just recommend what you want to recommend. I Okay, see, these are the things. I really want to recommend the TV show. I really want to recommend the long game. How long is the TV show? Two questions. Long. How long is the TV show, and is it anime? Yes. Yes and yes. Yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> you got me pegged. Okay, um, two, two, okay. two questions about the, the show. Yeah. Is it Cowboy Bebop? No. Okay. We're doing Cowboy Bebop. We're doing Cowboy Bebop. You brought it. You did it. <laughs> you did it. That's perfect. Let's do Cowboy Bebop. We're switching it up, fellas, on the spot here. The last time I did an on the spot suggestion, <laughs> it didn't go well, which was Star Wars Vision. This is the new <laughs> This is the new energy of the podcast. Okay. Um Yeah. Are you are you what you seem you seem like you hate this? We'll see. Okay. Okay. So we're doing Cowboy Bebop. Uh, this was not the show I was thinking of, but the show I was thinking of is very long. And I really... Is it One Piece? No. No. God. I really think you'll enjoy this show, so I really don't want you to like be rushing through it. I, okay. I'd like, to, I'd like to save it for some time where you can actually spend some time with okay. it. Okay. Cowboy. We're doing Cowboy Be- Bebop, guys. Is it Bebop or... Oh, yeah. Cowboy... Bebop. Bebop. I don't Be- think it's Beep. Bop. No. 
No, it's B B O P. I think. I watch. I know. Almost. For the record, we are not talking about the live action. We are talking about okay. the original anime from, I believe it was started in early 90s. It was an old show. All I know is it is major Blade. Actually, I don't know if Blade Runner came first. Have you seen Blade Runner? The original? Yeah. Yes. I don't know if Blade, the first Blade Runner came out first, but one of them ins- was inspired. I think Blade, sure. I think Blade Runner came after Cowboy Bebop and is incredibly inspired by it, as well as okay. Ghost of the Machine. And yeah, so Cowboy Bebop, just to give it some context, um, is a uh, anime that was from the '90s. Um, so I, um, it was on Toonami, um, which was a very popular segment on like Nick. I think it was Cartoon Network on Cartoon Network. Cartoon I don't Network. Know. I think it's it was Cartoon Network. Uh, it was basically like the late night cartoon network that just played anime. Um, so I think I think that's really how much of a vibe is that of like you're at a sleepover. Oh my god! You're all oh my god. and it's Cartoon Network, and then you hear that weird sound, and it turns into into turns into a Adult Swim. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I I um I I really think there's a really interesting history in anime coming over to America. Like, I, obviously it's it's exploded right now like yeah it, it's crazy big right now it's really really mainstream um, but i think that really found its start on toonami mm-hmm. like in the 90s like those have you watched dragon ball z no i haven't i i really tried but it, it i don't think I... it was too much for me and it was too slow and i understand that it's a really great show and people love it nothing against that i just don't think it's for me right now maybe mm-hmm. i'll get around to it but <laughs> right now once i get indoctrinated indoctrinated more <laughs> into anime than all. um but yeah um so yeah it, it was on toonami i think is it's one of those animes that really kicked off anime love for a lot of mm-hmm. people um i did not watch it as a kid i watched it recently actually um because it was suggested to me cowboy um, bebop cowboy bebop okay um and but i i think why anime is so popular can really be contribute uh, a lot of that can be um because of the people who grew up watching Toonami are now adults and can like yep. invest money into yep. that market. Um, but yeah, I don't have a degree in anime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is just my understanding of the situation. But um, and I, I will, I will, I will say, yeah. I am just now recently starting to get into anime. Yes. So I think I, th- I think it's fair to say I'm deeper into anime than you are. Yes. Um, I this has been a, a recent journey for me actually as well. Um, I think I can't remember. What, um, my I mean my the the anime that really got me into anime was Demon Slayer, which I feel like mm-hmm. is a pretty common entry point for a lot of people um just because it's it's a beautiful show with really great animation and action and stuff like that um cowboy bebop is very different yeah um from most anime or at least the ones i've seen it's obviously pretty retro um and is it retro if it's just what it is i mean i mean to us now it's retro that's Um, yeah yeah i mean sure (laughs) Um, you'll, I mean, as soon as you boot it up, it's got a square screen. Like we're, we're talking wow, old. Here we it, go. It's pretty grainy. Um, at least the one I watched. You're, sell- you're selling it really hard. I, it, it's not, <laughs> I'm, I'm not promise. I don't want, I don't want you to go in with the expectations of beautiful animation like Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah. That's not the point of the show. 
the point of the show is very strong story. character and storytelling. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm really, oh man, I, I'm, I'm always optimistic, but I, I really think you're going to enjoy it. Um, trying to think of what else i want to say about it um like i said i watched it recently what's okay what am i gonna get what am i gonna get hung up on or like what's gonna be the thing you think that might okay. stop me from so doing it? i i started watching it um right when nora was born okay um so i had a lot of time where i was just holding nora mm-hmm. like on my chest on the couch for hours at a time mm. just while she slept like i i can't move i can't do anything so, so i just need to watch shows yeah um good thing you weren't into attack on titan at that point oh god that would have been bad. that would have been a, um, <laughs> a very different but, okay see that's the other thing is i've i i also started watching attack on titan mm-hmm. like in in kind of that period where she was still doing that and that show has a grossness level that <laughs> yes. just felt weird to be watching in that mm-hmm. environment i don't yep. know like a hundred percent that's weird but like i don't i i I didn't want to be like holding my newborn child while like the things in attack on Titan are going on just because there's a lot going on in that show. But this show was different. This show is almost, almost wholesome. I wholesome is like a whole category of anime and it's not in that category. I don't think, but, um, this doesn't rely on heavy action or gore or anything like that to Mm -hmm. like really tell a good story. Um, I think when I started watching it, I thought I was going to be super bored because the, I mean, it's an older anime. So like the, the animation isn't as advanced and the first couple episodes like take a bit to get going. But Mm -hmm. I mean, that's true of any TV show. Um, but once, um, once I finished it, I, I was dying for more. I, I, I like was sad that it was over Dang, because there's only one season. Oh, it is a one season show. How many episodes? They didn't get picked up. Um, I'm not sure on the number of episodes, but it's not that many episodes either. I think it's like 15, 20, wow. 20 maybe. Okay. It's not a lot. But I fell so in love with the characters of mm. the show, and I was so sad to see them go. <laughs> um this is hard you're setting you might be setting me up for some heartbreak i i yeah i, I don't i mean hopefully you, i don't right? want you to go in with too many expectations or uh anything man like i that, really hurt you in vision didn't i a little bit a little <laughs> bit <laughs> i i i don't know what was in 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 my thoughts that day that i really thought you would like you would like it looking back like okay like i get why you didn't like it yeah um i really don't think it's gonna be a visions okay situation <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, so Cowboy Bebop, um, is, takes place in the future, mm-hmm. um, is very like space travel tech heavy, mm-hmm. um, but in the nineties way, yep. if that makes sense. It's great. Um, almost like so al- alien kind of a, a little bit like uh, more colorful, you know? Yeah, okay. Like it's, it's very much, there's a name for it. It's like neon, um, yes, noir. Yes. yes. That's perfect. Yes, that. Um, so, but it is not so abundantly foreign that it's hard to connect to. Okay. Like, we still have humans in a casino. Mm. It's just 
in space on a different planet yeah. or something like that. You know, like the situations that are happening are understandable and it's not like crazy and wild. Yeah. Um, and like that makes the characters feel very grounded. Um, so Cowboy Bebop is about two uh, guys. You have Spike and Jet. Okay. Okay. Um, Spike is kind of like your front man, like face. Uh, so there's no character named Cowboy Bebop. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the I believe their ship is called the Cowboy Bebop. Got They're it. like spaceship. Okay. Um, so you, or or it's called the Bebop, and they are cowboys. Got like, it. Like their profession is cowboys. Okay. In in the future, that means something different. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're Spike and Jet, and they are essentially bounty hunters. Okay. Which is what cowboys are called. Okay. Um, and there's like I'm already in. There's I'm already digging this. <laughs> there's uh like I think almost every episode like starts off with like the radio space transmission mm-hmm. of like a really cheesy two people in like old fashioned cowboy outfits listing the bounties of the day. Mm. They're they're like okay y'all like yeah. let's get out there and catch these guys like very cheesy and yeah. weird. But like somehow very fun. Mm. Um, so these two guys are bounty hunters. Um, obviously, they're gonna like get up into hijinks and like they're gonna get into some get uh, into trouble and stuff like some that. sticky but, situations. Like, every every episode, they're like hunting a person or okay. a thing for some reason. Um, they also pick up uh, one, the third or the third main character you meet is Faye Valentine. Um, who I believe starts off as like a bounty and they, she ends up joining the crew. Spoiler. And then um, there's a fourth person who's kind of the tech person that Got eventually it. joins the crew. Uh, Spike is kind of the front man. And then uh, Jet is like the muscle mm-hmm. and like fixes up the ship and maintains things. Um, so you, you essentially have this story of like a crew who's just trying to survive in this like broken world. Mm-hmm. That's really tough and like brutal on people. Um, but yeah, I think I'd never heard the term neon noir before, but that is like this to a T. It's like, like, um, it's like very futuristic. Blade Runner is like neon noir. It's, it's it's very futuristic and like bright. Yeah. And like, but also kind of stingy environment, but also like, yeah, there's also like dirt to the world and like, everyone's going through such a hard time and like all this stuff. I think it's like one of the most interesting kind of conceptual themes to play with because of the contrast just literally in neon like mm-hmm. it's so bright and colorful but you can only really see it in the dark yeah and then yeah. the noir of it is just like fun and yeah like intriguing What's the thing that you're explaining is like in, it's hitting this thing that i feel like i wouldn't say it died in the 90s but i haven't felt a similar connection to anything and okay this is like we're both 90s kids mm-hmm. kind of um but like the matrix yep. um there's another movie that you probably wouldn't know about but it's called run lola run in fight club like yeah. it's just these really like gritty in your face things yeah. but they do it with charm yeah, now when you see it it's just too much yeah. They just like I don't know there's something about it I, and I, this feels like it's that similar I'm, I'm thing. very I'm very interested in hearing your opinion once we come back yeah. the next episode because I'm not a film person. Like I I don't 
see as deep mm. into these things as you do. But I watched the show and I was like, I feel like everything started with the show. Like I suddenly started seeing yeah. all the sh- modern day shows that I'm like, oh, that's like a direct poll. Like, like, yep. this, I, like the, the, one of my favorite things about the show is the theme song, like the, the opening mm. montage and the theme like slaps. It's the, it's the best theme I've ever heard. Like, it's so good. I got so pumped every time I heard it. And, like, the animation style and the theme and mm. everything is exactly Archer. Have you seen Archer? Yeah, I love Archer. Like, the opening theme and stuff. It's like, great. Archer directly copied Cowboy Bebop. Well, okay. Like, to- like, like it's, a, it's a direct inspiration is, is what I'm saying. Like, which I'm sure Cowboy Bebop is inspired. I was from gonna say, else. I was like, like I think I'm there's... sure it's a longer, but I'm seeing like you're seeing that the, that direct handoff yes. from Cowboy Bebop to yes. Archer. That Whether that's like, really the origin before. of it is to be said. Yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop. I'm is gonna the watch thing it. I'm recommending you're gonna watch it. Like I said, it's only one season, so I would love if you could watch the whole. Yeah, the whole first season. I think I, I can do that. I mean, usually, like, if it's a longer TV show, I would only say like get as far as you can, or mm-hmm. just do the first season. But if you can watch the whole thing, that'd be that'd be pretty great. I I cranked it out in like a weekend. Like I said, I was sitting okay. on the couch for hours at a time. But I don't I don't I don't remember the exact amount of episodes. But I don't think it would be that bad to get through okay. at least a majority of it. Yeah, um, I'm. I think this is I. I know you have animes that you want me to watch. I, I think lot, this yeah. is one of them that I'm. In, I'm ready to get into. I think there's some there's some animes I know you watch that I'm like I just man it's gonna be when it. I think honestly when I think of an anime that is best fitted for you this is my best okay. recommendation. Okay. Like like I said the hardest part is that it is older so it doesn't have like I don't the, think that bothers the me the life though. of the new new animation and stuff yeah. like that. But I just I, it just seems so up your alley. Hmm. I don't. We'll have to see. But yeah, we'll have to see. I do um I do kind of want to speak to a little bit of like I feel this this recommendation yes. might be our most narrow casted recommendation so far. <laughs> you know? Like I, I feel like a lot of people listening right now might not have gonna. a lot of hesitations or just not check it out at all. Okay. Which for the record I don't think it's a requirement for this podcast to check out every single thing we're doing. I know a lot of people. You stand alone. I think everyone should try everything. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know a lot of people have listened to listened to episode two and three and have never played Magic and probably will never play Magic, Mm -hmm. but they hear like they enjoy like learning a little bit about it. Yeah. Getting an insight into that world a little bit. Um, Okay. Our podcast is like those sushi restaurants with the conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. You don't have to. You don't have to eat everything. Every sushi that comes by. Yeah. But man, if that looks tasty. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Um, but I, I, I don't know. Like, I really feel like a lot of people have hangups on anime for very justified reasons. I think there are a lot of anime out there that's like really weird and overboard, and I'm not into. Mm-hmm. You know, but like, I, I, on the on the topic of anime specifically, I'd really like to say that like, anime is think of anime as a category as TV shows as a category. Yeah. You know, like they're. There are anime that are like super action, yeah, military heavy. There's rom coms. There's, there's also rom comedies. There's comedies. Like horror. there's a breadth of anime. So like, yeah. If if you're one of those people out there who's like, oh, I'll never be into anime. Like they're all too weird. I don't like them. Like I guarantee, even if you don't find it, there's an anime out there that you would probably like. Yeah. Like there are. 
there are perfectly normal animes out there yeah. that people would enjoy. Um, I think one thing I'm going to try to do with this specifically mm-hmm. too is go, if you like these movies or these shows that are not anime, you mm. will like Cowboy Bebop. That's, that's, that's something a good I'm, way to go. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd... Are you saying you'll do that next episode? Because I would love yeah, that. I, yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But, I mean, if you liked, like, 90s cartoons when you were a kid, I think this would be really up your alley. Like, it's it feels like a 90s cartoon. It yeah. doesn't feel, like, super Cause anime Because it, it is a Because it is a 90s cartoon, cartoon that was, like, made for, like, American release a little yeah. bit, I think. Um, so, like, if you were going to get into an anime, I, f- I feel like it was one of the more approachable ones. Yeah. Um, okay. the, the hardest part is just that it's older. Um, so yeah, I'd encourage you out there if you're listening, give it a shot. Give a shot. Um, but understand if you or wait don't until want to, I you know. tear it apart or say uh, yeah. that it's great. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or wait to hear his response and then give it a shot. Yeah, or something. Or at least I don't know. Like, you also don't have to watch the whole season. Maybe just watch a couple episodes. Get the vibe. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna wrap up. I think what's probably our longest episode. Longest episode. You well, think? actually, once we cut the hours of silence. Um. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I hope I hope it wasn't long in a bad way. No, I don't think so. I, I hope we kept it entertaining. If it was, you can comment and we will take those way too seriously. Yes. <laughs> yes, we will. We will. They will stab into our chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is Ryan signing off. This is Glenn Brown. Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> Am I supposed to say something? You're supposed to say, si- I said this is Ryan signing off, and then you. Oh, s- I'm supposed to say Glenn signing off? Nope. No? <laughs> what am I supposed to say? Do I say something here? <laughs> what is this episode? <laughs> am I supposed to put out the email? Recommendations required at gmail.com. Write us suggestions. I don't remember. We'll see you guys next uh, in two weeks. Bye.